0: You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host Faraz Sadiki and Zach Rosudo. What's going, everybody? Welcome back to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. This is Faraz Sadiki. I'm back with Zach Rizzuto. Um, Zach, it was actually a, a pretty good game last night. You know, if I do say so myself, not something that I expected. Um, You know the. Yep. You know the the comeback, and then the late drop in
1: the end zone, and a lot of drama. The high points scored—I wasn't seeing that coming at all. I I thought for sure it was going to be a low-scoring game. Like that's just how Thursday night games have been. So, (laughs) so many points and
0: no points for Calvin Ridley. Right, Calvin Ridley. Calvin, I mean, listen. We we went into this game. We talked about it. You know, we we mentioned that Calvin really was going to have a bad is it has a bad matchup. We went under on the on the undergra- under on the underdog prop, under on the underdog prop. Say that five, ten times fast. Right. Um, we went under on that, and then we went over in the Christian Kirk prop, which hit the anytime touchdown prop hit. So let's go. Let's go. We're looking We're looking okay. Chris Olave, though, you know, didn't have the performance that I thought he could have. However, the Saints were without their two starting tackles in this game that didn't have, you know, Carr was just all over the place in this game, and he checked it down to Kamara once again a bajillion times. And Kamara had a wonderful game. Uh, right. He had such a huge game, and he didn't even score a touchdown. He almost did, and that would have been even crazier. But um, yeah. quite the performance on Monday night, uh, and we talked about you know these running backs, Travis Etienne as well. Man, like getting it done this year. I, th- I guess last year you know he he didn't put up the points, but maybe it was just because the, the regression was coming.
1: Maybe I I, I don't know. I, I look really stupid right now because I had him pegged as one of my busts. I mean, if you look at his game <laughs> log last year, you look at the stats. They're all they're not that good. It looked like he was some hyper inflated running back, but they've been using him like a workhorse like he has this is i don't, I don't want to say josh jacobs ask usage but it's pretty darn close you know what i mean in terms of getting a pretty good balance of rush attempts and targets he's doing that every single week and he's been scoring a ton these past three weeks two touchdowns in each of the past three games drop ctm looks pretty good now i was kind of disappointed with what he did last night because he started red hot he put up a ton of points right at the beginning of the game. i think he had two touchdowns before the end of the second quarter and then after that it was just like Light work. You know, you know what I mean? You'd figure yeah. he'd have a little bit more work than he did, especially the Jaguars were up. And I, I didn't think the Saints were gonna come back. So maybe that comeback played into it a little bit where he didn't have to do as much, you know, run the clock out type of work. But still, you know, he had a good performance. It I, it just feels like there was a little meat left on the bone there. And that's just nitpicking, of course, because he's been great the past three weeks.
0: It's funny because uh we are with a few buddies, you know, uh watching the game. And, you know, one of the guys, you know, Rich, probably, he listens to this, he listens to the show. And, you know, he, he loved the game that ETN had because he had him, he had Kirk going as well, but he just couldn't get over the fumble. He couldn't get over the lost fumble. And, right. He kept on saying, you know, it was a great game, but uh, it would have been better if he didn't lose the fumble. And I'm just <laughs> like, bro, like, take the take the good game. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't worry about the fumble. At least the fumble happened when he had a big game.
1: Yeah, but there's something to be said. I mean, I I don't want my players losing points, you know, because at the end of the day, if I that was my doom last year, I think I missed out on the playoffs in our league because I had the same record as somebody else, but I had scored less points. And that was why I was out of the playoffs. So it it makes a difference. I'm totally fine with people getting hung up on that. I get annoyed. I got annoyed yesterday when uh, Trevor Lawrence, I have him in our league, he had um, he took a couple kneel downs at the end. And when quarterbacks kneel, they kneel two or three times. That's two or three tenths of a point coming off. Like, you know, <laughs> it, it just feels like a lot on three plays that mean nothing. Like, can we just put the backup in and do that? It, it's just annoying because I'm sure there have been people that have lost that way. I haven't had that happen to me yet. But, you know, you you don't want that to happen in any case. Trevor Lawrence, too. He had 59 rush yards last night. That I wasn't really expecting that. You know, coming off, he had the knee injury coming into the week. I know. I didn't think that he was going to be know. running like he was last night.
0: If you told me like, hey, like over under, like twelve rushing yards for him, I would just send, oh, under
1: for sure. Yeah, eight rushing right.
0: yards. I'd be like, under. He's not. He's not running at all. <laughs> he didn't even look like he was hurt.
1: Right at all. Maybe it was he just had a knee to throw people off. I don't know. Because I think, if I'm not mistaken, that was his highest point total this season. Oh, outside of week one. My bad. Second highest outside of
0: week point one, but it would have been if he didn't kneel.
1: Nah, uh, I Matt. Mean, <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> I think it was a six-tenths of a point difference, so there might it might have been very close. But yeah, still, yeah, he did good for you on Thursday night. Like I was, I wasn't expecting much considering a matchup two against the Saints. They hadn't allowed a whole lot of points, so I, I'm fine with what I have going into Sunday if I have Trevor Lawrence.
0: Yeah, man. But Alvin Kamara, man, like the usage is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, you know, we just posted it on Instagram earlier today. Uh, right. I'm looking at it right now, and like these numbers are insane. Four top ten finishes in. Four weeks. Okay. Yep. Almost 10 win. targets per game, almost nine catches per game, and 27 touches per game. Insane, dude. Insane. And Stupid. you posted too the, the PPR points per game 21.7 PPR points per game as fourth among running backs since he, his return. Unbelievable. Just and and Jamal
1: Williams came back too. Alvin Kamara got everything. Yeah. Clearly, the Jamal Williams, just a guy allegations have been proven true. Like you were well, on that from listen, day one. But. He did
0: he listen, listen, I I don't know about all that because Kendrick Miller did not receive one touch in this game. Okay. Jamal Williams still getting that, touches over Kendra Miller.
1: I think that has less to do with you know Jamal Williams being good than it does Alvin Kamara just being head and shoulders and you know the rest. Now, like I, I above did above see Jamal
0: else. I did see Jamal Williams have a couple of really, really good reps in Pass Pro last night. So mm-hmm. when I saw that I just dropped Kendrick Miller at that moment. I was just like, "Okay." I
1: saw that. That was hilarious. It's, <laughs> it, it's always you. As soon as a game ends on a Thursday or a Monday or, or whatever, you just you're just dropping guys and adding guys like crazy. Like, it, yeah. it's it, I get a bunch of notifications. Like, oh, I must be popular or something. It's like, no, it's just for us putting five transactions in the feed. <laughs> That's just how it goes.
0: Well, Zach, this is the only league I care about. I'm in like 40 leagues,
1: but like, I mean, hence this is the, the name one that I actually right? care about the only league that matters. Right. That's so, that is that is what it's, it's called. Still, that is what it's, it's called. Still the only league that matters on mine as well. I think I have like twenty dollars riding on three other leagues. So there's nothing. <laughs> there you go. There
0: you go. Uh guys, if you can hit subscribe on your podcast app, that would be amazing. Uh all the latest episodes will be in your feed when you need them, and it helps us out way more than you think it does. And it only takes a second. We'd appreciate that. Um, I, I do want to hit on some news before we get into the by the way, this is the running uh wide receiver and tight end show. So we're going over the wide receivers and tight end into week seven. And then in, in uh, the quarterbacks and running backs, I went over in yesterday's uh, episode. Okay. So make sure to to look at that. Um, it looks like Deshaun Watson is going to play this week, which is, which is Finally. good news for Amari Cooper. You know, is good news for Elijah Moore as well on the low. Okay. Because Elijah Moore received a 25% target share from Deshaun Watson in the games that they played together this year okay so that's significant i understand that he doesn't get used down the field a lot but hey listen like a 25 percent target share for someone who has some upside i think it, 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 he, he's on a lot of waiver wires right now you know mm-hmm. i think that you know if you have the extra bench space and it's really really hard to have the extra bench space right now given the fact that six teams are All on right. by uh, i totally get it but if you do um and and this isn't a particular a week where you know, things are bad for you uh, in terms of bye weeks. Maybe you just scoop them up, throw them on your bench if you're not going to start them, if that. But I do think Elijah Moore is startable in PPR leagues this week as a flex spot.
1: Yeah, I like that call too. I do think that there are going to be a lot of people not only picking up Elijah Moore if he's on the wire, and they're not going to be putting him on their bench. They're going to be putting him in their lineup. Because if you're <laughs> yeah. like me, so many teams have buys this week, and it's they're all like wide receiver heavy teams. It's weird, right? So the Bengals aren't playing. That's Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and them, right? Dallas isn't playing. CeeDee Lamb. Garrett Wilson with the Jets. I'm feeling with the Panthers. Like the, It's just, right now, a horrific landscape wide receivers going into Week 7. And I, I'm feeling yeah. it really bad in the one league, like I mentioned, because the top three guys I have are out. So I'm starting like nobody's. But Elijah Moore, though, like you mentioned, that target share is going to be there. I think that he's going to be a fine flex. You know, If you sitting on the wire, definitely go pick him up because at this point, if you need somebody to start that has a little bit of that upside, you very rarely do waiver wire pickups have upside and Elijah Moore is one of them. You mentioned the target share. I think this is great as long as Deshaun Watson plays and he looks like decent Deshaun Watson. He's had a couple games this week, this year where he hasn't looked quite right. I'm honestly surprised that he's playing. It was, seemed like he was trending towards not again because they, say, they said he's not going to come back unless he's like fully comfortable. And who knows what that means to a $230 million man. But th- that's just my thought right there. But looks like he's going to play. I'm cool with Elijah Moore this week, too.
0: Yeah, and you know what, like if you really need like a, 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 a another wide receiver, like a Hail Mary wide receiver in your deep league, I think Jalen Hyatt on the Giants is somebody to look into. Listen, it's just a Hail Mary shot that I'm taking here, you know, in a deep league because of the fact that he did see 80% percent route participation last week for the first time. So he's like near a full-time wide receiver now. Um also Tyrod Taylor might start. We've seen them connect in the preseason together for a long touchdown. Also, Washington is the worst team against wide receivers on deep plays. The worst. They've given up the most 40 plus yard pass, uh receiving plays. They've they've given up the third most uh 20 plus yard receiving plays. Okay. Some uh someone to keep an eye on, okay, just in case you trying to look for that home run play. There's one of them in case you're yeah. dealing with what what with what Zach just talked about. Okay. Uh that's a super it was super random. Uh no right there.
1: Um what did you say? Definition of boom bust. And it's funny because I also had notes oh, on another 100%. guy, another another Giants wide receiver, Wandell Robinson. I was also looking at him. I don't know how many waiver wires he's on. There you he go. He might not be somebody that you can just go scoop up. But just the way that he's played these past two weeks, you know, he's only played fifty percent or more snaps in three games this season. But two of those games that come in the past two weeks, he has a twenty four percent target share, and that's light years ahead of Darius Slayton, fifteen percent in the offense, and that makes him the number two. Behind Darren Waller, you know, these past two yeah. weeks, he's at 31%. So, good matchup, like you mentioned. That's somebody that I'm looking at, too. Chances, you might have picked him up on the waiver wire this week. If, you know, you were thin at wide receiver, you need some depth. If you have him, uh, I mean, I'm starting him, probably. if He's a really good out if you're missing one of your top receivers. I'm with you, especially in PPR, for sure. Yeah, um, PPR.
0: Let's see. So, uh, Damian Harris was ruled out. It's going to be the James Cook and Latavius Murray show really really hoping that James Cook can get a, you know a real majority of these looks man cuz it's been a little disappointing with how much Latavius Murray has been involved um you know it was close to a 50-50 split in rushing attempts last week James Cook had a little bit of an edge there but man like when when Damien Harris left the game Latavius Murray like took Damian Harris's role if that makes sense like it, right. they didn't give more to James Cook so you know I'm hoping that you know that could be resolved this week we'll see um it better for be yourself,
1: James Cook, be, uh, talked him up so yeah. much coming in the season. It's like I, I don't want to say it's up to the Jameer Gibbs level, but you know he there was rumblings about him being the new wide wide receiver one. The well, new running back, you run. know, James Cook like, is
0: more startable, I guess. Right than Jameer yeah, Gibbs. I mean, this I, week I, obviously I, I, Jameer Gibbs is the guy with David Montgomery out, but like mm-hmm. you know.
1: No, but we've been be burned correct. one too many times with Jameer Gibbs to trust him. <laughs> you know, I don't know if you saw that they put out a post. I think it was Dan Campbell talking about Jameer Gibbs. They're like, "Well, we, we don't really want to use him, but since he's healthy, maybe we'll have to this week." It's like I'm not buying a word you say. Did he say you know, that? Example. Yeah, I I forget where I saw. I'm pretty sure it was on EFF yeah. that they just posted. It might be in their most recent post. I'll pull it up and see if I can get it. But I I was just like laughing my head off at that one. I was like, "Yeah, right." <laughs> like, but it, it does is. look like I'd like. It. Yeah, go ahead. Quote Dan Campbell. I'd like to say we'll be careful with him, but the reality of it is we need him, so we'll go as far as he can take us. He's ready. Yeah, right. Uh, I, I need go. to see it first, Dan Campbell. Sorry. I, I just don't believe it. I hope that happens. He's in my... Listen, if you have Jameer Gibbs, he's probably in your lineup too because you've just yeah. been waiting on him to come back. He, he probably left you hanging. You're going to put him in well, your lineup. Well, not only that, but,
0: it's like there, there are no running backs to start. It's like if you have a running back with who's breathing... He's probably
1: in your lineup this week. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. But then David Montgomery being out, this gives us our best look to see if they're actually going to like correct this. And I hope they do. I hope so too.
0: I hope so too. This is a low key good matchup against the Ravens. Like this is not as bad of a matchup as it might seem um, on, on paper, paper. but he, he, he it looks like he should be good to go. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm looking down this list here for any news. I don't really see anything crazy. Um, it looks like Debo, like, by the way, Christian McCaffrey did not practice yesterday. Debo Samuel did not practice yesterday. This is that Thursday was their first day of practice because they play on, Monday, on night. Monday night. So yep. you, we still have to wait for Friday status and still have to wait for Saturday status. Okay, so um, we'll see. If there's late limited practices here, you know, that would be um, very welcome because there is would be a good chance that they end up playing. Um, just a couple more. Notes uh, Devonte Adams is a full go squeaky wheel treatment. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, I, I don't think there's a whole lot. Devonte uh, Smith, you know there was a little bit of a scare with a hamstring injury uh, you know because he mispracticed on Wednesday, but uh, he said he's going to play. so uh, I, I think he's he's good to go. I know that game is on Sunday night, so there's a little bit of concern there. Do we have to find another option but it doesn't seem like that's the case. I think you could play Devonte Stevenson and be just fine.
1: Devontae Stevenson.
0: Is that what I said?
1: <laughs> yeah, Devontae Stevenson. Dude, that's a that's great, great name. That's a great football player name. You created a Devontae new football player. Let's go, let's go create him in Madden and run up the numbers with him. He'll be a hybrid like De- back a Devontae receiver, Stevenson yeah. is like
0: the skinniest running back of
1: all time. I think that's what that is. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> by the way, Pat with if you picked him up off of waivers when he came back off of... Uh, he was on IR, right? I think he was on IR. And then he came back was he on IR? Did he just miss a bunch of games? I don't remember. Uh, I'm. I forget. He, he had a hamstring injury, and he was out for several weeks. And now he's back, and it looks like he just messed it up again. So he'll be out right. probably for a while uh, now. So you could just drop him if you have Pat Frymouth, and you're holding on any hope. Just drop him and go pick up somebody else at this point. Yeah. Um, I think that's really it. It's not a. Ho- it wasn't a whole lot of news. Oh, Jimmy G was ruled out. Uh, Aiden <laughs> O'Connell uh, might end up getting the start here. Uh, it might be him or Brian Hoyer. They haven't like officially announced it. My guess is Aiden O'Connell. Is that your guess too? You like, I think they're going to go with a rookie.
1: Who would you prefer to start? Because I, I feel like, honestly, <laughs> given what I saw from both, I mean, and I know it's a small sample size, so I might want Brian Hoyer.
0: <laughs> I I don't know, man. I don't know. My I kind of want either. Aiden O'Connell to play. Aiden O'Connell's right. the truth, bro. I feel like he's it's he's the their QB of the future potentially. We'll see. I don't right, know. Maybe. A little, maybe. Who knows? I'm a little bit of an O'Connell, <laughs> O'Connell fan, and we'll get to O'Connell's my dad fan. in a second. Um, Colin much, Murray. See, we yeah. talked
1: about him. What's that? I was gonna say. You're gonna say it again. Hmm, not so much news here, and then pull up like two more pieces. Not of news. so. <laughs> That's what we've been doing. <laughs> well, not uh, not not so much news
0: here is my um is like my filler word, how like you my filler time. phrase. Right. It's how by time for people who are just like, I'm just like, uh, you know, just, you know, getting their hopes down. And then like all of a sudden I yeah. got some more news for them. Well, uh, they're here They're
1: listening to the podcast that so you, they want you to grace them with your beautiful voice. That's what they want to hear <laughs> on whatever they're doing, ride home, ride into work, ride, ride the launch. Who knows? They just, they just want <laughs> to hear what you guys say.
0: You know, what's a little weird to me, man, like that Aaron Jones, uh, he, he was. He, he had a bye. He had the the hamstring injury, but he's still not practicing in full. Like he had two yeah. limited practices on Wednesday and Thursday.
1: So it's like, dude, he, I mean, like when are you going to get right? He He's not a young buck anymore, but I will say, you know, he's, he's not that old either. This is, this seems like a Julio Jones type treatment. And I'm only saying Julio Jones, cause he just signed. That's just the, the comparison I'm having. Cause he always had these slow rolls back from injuries, but that one is confusing. Now, I'm more concerned about another player who's looking a lot better come back from injury. I I think that Christian Watson is going to be back and he's going to be healthy and I love him this week. Um, We'll get to him. But if Aaron Jones has to wait another week, I mean, you know, what's the difference? You've been missing him. He hasn't done anything for you. One more week is one more week. When he comes back, hopefully he'll be healthy. Would you rather him play this week and like turn in a five-point performance and then you have to question whether you're going to start him or not? Or would you rather have him just be out and come back next week and have a better game? Like. Pros and cons, I don't know. That one is interesting to me, though. It is. I mean, it seems like
0: either of these guys, Aaron Jones and Christian Watson, are at a point where, like, they can really re-aggravate, I think, hopefully. You know? But, like, the Packers are very, very – they're the type of team that just really takes their time with these players. Right. So a a, a limited practice for Aaron Jones, I think, on another team, like, like, they'll be practicing in full, like, where they are, you know, where they are in their injury, you know journey right. I guess
1: 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company